Hello everyone and welcome to the latest edition of Schneider Electric. Emir goes green. It is a very special week in the region. We have a very big event happening this Thursday evening. It is the launch of Expo 2020, dubbed as the world's biggest event. Now, this is obviously a big occasion for Dubai, the UAE and the Gulf. And we wanted to bring in somebody who could talk about this, somebody who's known this project really from the start, from the beginning. Um, a colleague of hers said to me that basically everything that she's forgotten is more than everything I know about the Expo. So that, that's a, a huge compliment. So I wanted to welcome Mihak Srivastava onto the show. She is the special projects editor at Mead, the Middle East Economic Digest. Mihak, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Alex. Super pleased to be here. I need to get back to Neha and check if that was actually a compliment or just sort of a jive happy, but uh, thank you so much for having me here. It, it was definitely a compliment. For the way she said it, yeah, it was, it was very much uh, straight up. Yeah, this person knows her stuff end to end. Right, let's jump in and actually ask, tell us about the expo. What What is an expo? So an expo, you know, if you really had to summarize it, sort of one sentence, I would say it's a global gathering of people. And when I say people, it's government, it's businesses, it's just, you know, regular people, you know, visitors who just want to be there for the experience. And there's so much that you can get out of an expo from everything that I've read. Of course, I'm too young to have attended any of the previous expos, but this is something that takes place every five years. And for it to happen in this region, I think, is a game changer. And that's what Dubai was sort of aiming for when it put in its bid back in 2011. I was still in school when they won the bid in 2013. And um, here we are 2021 after a crazy 20 months or so of the pandemic. And I think there's still a lot of excitement surrounding the World Expo. I think people are keen to explore new opportunities, uh, to come together, to talk about challenges, to talk about you know, nations want to talk about themselves. They want to show, oh, this is what we can do. This is what we've invented in the past couple of years. That's sort of the beauty of World Expo because Expo 2020 is so broad. It's talking about so many different themes. There is so much that you can talk about as a participating nation or business. There's so much you can see and enjoy as a visitor. So there's just, I think, a little bit, you know, sort of something for everyone at Expo. Now let's jump into the themes. There's three themes sustainability, mobility, and opportunity. But the big one, which we keep looking at, probably because of what's happening around us as well, in terms of the, the wider global issue of climate change, is sustainability. Tell us about how Expo is looking to lead on this and really present to us a more sustainable way to live. So there's several ways through which Expo is exploring sustainability. And sort of the three main themes are just the tip of the iceberg. There's, of course, planned calendar of events. There are 10 thematic weeks. Expo has something called as a program for people and the planet. So there's a lot of different things that Expo is doing, even just under it. So there's sub-themes with these themes and specifically focusing on sustainability. So on one hand, of course, you have all the conversations that Expo is driving through its events, through uh, the participation of different countries. Everybody's bringing a little bit of something um, to its actions. But at the same time, there's also infrastructure-related stuff that Expo is sort of hoping to turn into a benchmark for future events or just the way the built environment exists in this region. 
So when you have large number of uh, buildings or actually all Expo site structures, Expo built structures are equipped with solar panels. Uh, they have given directives to a lot of the country pavilions that you need to have a certain amount of your energy met through renewable sources. So a lot of country pavilions have solar panels as well. Uh, they've been focusing on reducing water consumption. Uh, this is done through you know, recycling the water that is being consumed. They are talking about carbon footprint. Th these are all themes that have been you know, discussed in Dubai over the past several years, but I think Expo sort of been a real trailblazer because they've shown how these solutions can actually be applied on site in the real world. Businesses, governments can come in and see and replicate this back home, be inspired, learn. You know, there's conversations around reducing waste that is generated before the event, during the event, after the event. So they've partnered up with Dulsco that they've partnered up with and sort of said, you know, we will be directing a lot of our waste, which would otherwise go to the landfill. You know, things like cardboard or paper packaging, other materials, and we'll turn this into Expo souvenirs. So there's a lot of innovative approach uh, to the way uh, things are being handled with regards to sustainability. They're using sustainable building materials. They're encouraging countries to do the same. Most of the countries that I've spoken to so far have said we're bringing in materials either locally or even if we're bringing it from home, we're trying to look at ways in which we can recycle, repurpose, reuse these materials. Either we turn it into something in Dubai or we take it back home, you know, do something different with it. One of the interesting things that I came across uh, was the Malaysia Pavilion. Again, its key focus is on sustainability. And what Malaysia is doing is, of course, it's being sustainable through its operations, through its construction, all of that. But it's also doing something known as carbon offsetting. So it's planting trees back home, equivalent to the amount of carbon that's generated while it's on site throughout the next six months. So that, I think, is something really interesting. And I think it's Expo that's driving this change. It's Expo's mandates to say that, we want to be a clean, a sustainable event, which is pushing these countries and these organizations to bring you know, their best selves forward. Now, the Expo is there for six months. It is a global event. I think there's 190 countries which are participating. That's so, right. Yeah, massive. Let's look at the legacy of Expo, because um, that has been discussed. What does the country want to be the outcome of what Expo could share with the world? So there's lots of questions surrounding the legacy of Expo. And we it's interesting because we, we get this question all the time and we ask this question to Expo and the participants as well. We sort of say, you know, what's happening to the site? And there's, of course, the direct answer is District 2020. That's sort of a legacy project. The physical site will be turned into a community. Uh, and as Expo or District 2020 brands it, a future-centric, a human-centric community. So you'll have all of Expo's own built uh, structures that will stay behind and will be repurposed, um, turned into different spaces. I know that the mobility pavilion will become um, office centers. Terra, the sustainability pavilion, will become a children and science museum. So they have plans for each of these structures. Uh, the, a lot of the country pavilions will be dismantled, uh, will either be taken back to their uh, homeland or will be repurposed elsewhere um, in the UAE or the materials we use for a different purpose. For example, the Finland, the Finnish pavilion is planning to use uh, the material that coats the pavilion to turn it into bags um, and other items. So lots of interesting things happening on that side. So that's, I think, sort of the physical legacy of the site. But there's also, you know, things around the conversations that it brings to the forefront and what is the legacy of these discussions? Will we actually see change 
being driven because of the conversations that take place over the next six months. We are going to have some of the smartest people in this world, hopefully, uh, joining us for the next six months to talk about all of these themes and more. They'll be talking about sustainability, about uh, uh, you know challenges surrounding climate change, um, about food security, water management. All of these challenges are very real and very big. And I think that is a legacy that Expo should be promoting, should be talking about. And I think that's where it can make a big impact, a real impact. Uh, but we'll only know, I think it'll, it'll take some time. We won't instantly know if it's had that impact, maybe a year from now, maybe five years from now. Uh, if someone does a report on changes that happened because of Expo, maybe that's when we'll know if there was a lasting legacy created because of these conversations. Mihak, I really appreciate your time. I'm sure that we are all going to go down and visit and we're also going to read about it in Mead as well and, and read your report. So I'm really looking forward to what you and the team are going to produce in terms of dissecting and analysing what the Expo is all about. So thank you for your time today. Thank you so much, Alex. I'm super excited to be at Expo over the next six months as well. And hopefully um, our paths cross and uh, we can catch up over a cup of coffee or some great food while at Expo. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of great food there. Last question for you. Um, I want yes. to get your interest in this. I know you mentioned the Malaysian Pavilion. What are the pavilions that you're going to be heading towards personally? So, so far, I've, I've seen very few pavilions, sort of finished pavilions. I have seen a lot of design renders. I've been talking to a lot of different pavilion heads. But in terms of finished pavilions, I've only seen a handful of them. I was recently at the Germany Pavilion, which I think was absolutely fantastic. Um, it's quite family friendly, so to say. Um, there's so there's just so much happening in the pavilion. It's very interactive. It's for kids. You're talking about some very big themes while in the pavilion. You're talking about um, energy storage, energy transmission, you know, sustainable, renewable production of energy. And these are very big themes, but they've been explained in such a beautiful manner. Uh, anybody of any age group could instantly understand this and learn more about this and be eager to learn more about this. So I am more keen to visit the pavilions that present this sort of interactive journey and say, we're talking about big things, but we're also presenting it in a way uh, that it's accessible to everyone. I think that's the beauty of Expo. It's presenting these big pockets of information, but in a really accessible uh, manner. And those are the pavilions that really excite me. I definitely want to visit pavilions like the US pavilion because they've said there'll be moon rock samples, which you can possibly touch, which I think is super exciting. Um, Australia was fantastic. They have sort of an indoor planetarium uh, taking you through the journey of mankind uh, and that's super fascinating um, with that whole sort of audio video experience. Uh, Malaysia, definitely. Singapore, Singapore. Um, so I only passed by the Singapore Pavilion. It was packed with trees and it looked so incredibly green. And I said, wow, this is a place that could be so relaxing after a long day of just sort of going around the expo sites. So that is one of the places that I definitely want to visit. So um, I will try to visit as many pavilions as possible, and hopefully I can do that over the next six months. But yeah, th these are some of the pavilions that I'm excited about. And I'm definitely going to invite you to a cafe latte at the France Pavilion as well. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much. Good. Well, thank you, everyone, as well, for listening in. As you said, go down to the expo, experience it, see what it's all about, and let's all learn more about how we can live as sustainably as possible. Until then... Take care and enjoy the show. Their launch is going to be on Thursday evening. So be ready. We're going to have another episode this time next week. Do take care of yourself and stay safe. Goodbye.